0: It's Rise and Shine with Lady C, where we uplift, educate, and motivate. Let's talk about life and faith, ministry, community, and so much more. I am Lady C, your host. Hey, be sure to follow, like, and share Rise and Shine with Lady C on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for joining me every week right here on 1580thepraise.com. Today, I have a very special guest. I tell you, whenever you encounter her, she always has a a smile and such a beautiful spirit. Dr. Emma Easton is with me today. She is a musician, writer, composer, singer, entrepreneur, teacher, missionary, preacher, and professor. <laughs> yes, she is married to Elder Charles Easton and have three amazing sons, Chas, Chet, Cedric, and Colin. She has faithfully served in ministry and the community in Columbus, Ohio for many years mentoring many spiritual and musical children and young adults in our community the young people really respond to her and they honor her everyone knows the easton family everybody oh, knows <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness and are so very talented talented musicians and just good people, Dr. Emma. Thank you. Yes, family, we are so blessed and honored to have none other than Dr. Emma Easton. Welcome, Dr. Emma, to Rise and Shine. <laughs> Thank you, and you know I'm so excited about being here. Yes, yes, we're so excited to have you. Oh, my goodness, and I, I sincerely mean that. No matter where, I, I could see you at the grocery store, at a women's <laughs> retreat or whatever, just the you have never changed the sweet spirit that you have, and I honor that. It's I honor glory. You. Absolutely. So, and we're gonna get right into our interview. So, Dr. Emma, share with the family a little bit about who is Dr. Emma Easton. Well, I think you I think you gave
1: a pretty good um, explanation mm-hmm. uh, in your intro, and I do agree. Uh, uh, but most importantly, I think I'm a mother. That's good. I see myself as a wife, an educator, mm-hmm. and actually, I've coined a, a phrase that I call myself an. Edutainer. Oh, I like that.
0: Edutainer. (laughs) Edutainer. Yeah. I like
1: that. Um, Some look at me as a promoter and Mm I feel as if I'm a philanthropist. Yes. um, Always giving and Mm -hmm. um, nurturing other people as well.
0: And uh, most importantly, I'm a child of the king. Come on now. I know that's the most important title. It is. The most important. Oh my goodness. So Dr. Emma, tell us, how old were you when you first started playing? You know, that's
1: a good question. Um, I believe I was around nine or 10 when I first started playing, but I was singing long before that Okay, because my dad was um, a singer himself. And so he made sure that we, his children, sang and knew music um, as early as, um, well, whenever we started talking. If we babbled, we had to babble in.
0: (laughs) On the right key. (laughs) On the right key. (laughs) Love it exactly, <laughs> that is awesome. Yes, but
1: um, you know I may not remember the exact mm-hmm. age, but I do remember the reason why. Mm-hmm. You know I wanted to play. Okay. And that was because we needed, um, well, we didn't really need a musician at our church. Mm -hmm. um, But at the church I was attending, the musician seemed like she was tired all of the time. And anytime they asked her to get up to play, she would kind of like grunt, you know, (laughs) and then she'd go and sit down and play. And I told my mother um, that I wanted to learn to play. And I said, because then people would not have to beg me to play. I would just get up and do it. Wow. And now guess what? And at this age, <laughs> I find myself grunting. Grunting. <laughs> <laughs> he asked me to play. I love it. Like, oh, Lord, have mercy. Oh. Now I know why she was grunting.
0: You're like, I'm just trying to sit in the back and just, and you know, and enjoy exactly. myself in the surface. Exactly. <laughs> I said oh the spirit goodness. is willing, but the Come flesh on. is weak. <laughs> oh my goodness, that is <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. So Dr. Emma, so who encouraged your musical gift? I know you said your dad, but anyone else, any teacher, school teacher, you know, who uh, really encouraged, you know, your musical gift throughout the years? Um, my dad
1: was the primary influence in okay. in my music and then my mother as well. Uh, my mother, once she discovered I wanted to learn how to play, she and my dad went and found this old piano, and they dragged it, they drug that piano into the house, and so I was always banging on wow. it. And then every time I start banging on it, though, my mother would find stuff for me to do around the house. <laughs> Get off that piano! <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. But um, she was the most important person. And then um, there, there were people in the church who mm-hmm. uh, discovered that I could play. Um, and Dean Clifford Hooks, at the time, um we had just gotten a new organ at the church and he told me anytime he was on the organ for he he wanted me to be on the piano gotcha and then there was another sister at the church named Katherine Weston hmm. who took me to her home and she wow. showed me some chords and so she helped to nurture me in that um regard and then we had another sister who um Her name was a Sister Beatrice Evans, and that lady could just purl on those keys. She knew how to do piano runs like nobody else, no one else's business. And so I would watch her, and so she inspired me because I always wanted. I said, "Man, I want to be able to do that." Yes, I never could, and still can't. But
0: (laughs) you're gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. I'm keeping hope alive. I know that's right. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Now, in your spare time, do you still uh, spare time? (laughs) I know, right. Well, whenever what you have a, a minute, do you still kind of practice and, you know, because I would hear I think of, you know, I would hear stories about Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. you know, and how she would in her spare time, she would still play in her mm-hmm. home and things like that. So do you still kind of uh, have that time to yourself to kind of just play and sing. and
1: Yes, I actually do. And I keep a keyboard beside my desk at home. Oh. And so, um, you know, I use that whenever I have a moment or if I'm feeling really tired okay. and I need to energize myself, yes. I allow the music to energize my, oh my uh, energize oh. me. And then there was another friend of mine who said, you know, you should get to a point where you don't play because you have to play, mm-hmm. but play because you had a desire to play in the beginning That's cool. and then just let that music saturate
0: your spirit and, and uplift you and energize you oh my goodness i tell you i remember being in many of service and honey you be on that hammond b3 and you hit that (laughs) (laughs) all i think about was what's the man mr clean said don't hit that note don't hit (laughs) hit
1: that note yes
0: (laughs) yes yes so dr emma share with us about jamco j-a-m-c-o talk to us what is jamco
1: JAMCO is one of um, the babies that my husband and I Uh, birthed. The acronym for JAMCO stands for Just Anointed Music Company. And so Jamco is a music production vehicle that we found back in 1994. Wow after wrapping up more than a decade of touring with our gospel group Matthew Ministries. Wow And so the basis of the company is a safe house okay. for cultivating and launching new and or unique gospel talent. And so our focus is production, performance, education and outreach. Wonderful, oh my goodness. So you're
0: able to educate you know by being in the community. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So what does some of that programming um, look like? What are some things that you guys kind of do that people or young people um, can participate? Do you have like lessons or, you know... What does that look like
1: yes we actually have started evolving our educational wing as we call it okay gotcha. and so um we're providing uh, lessons for young people such as uh, drum lessons because my husband is a percussionist yes um and well versed at it and um, i've also started working more with the um, keyboard i've done group piano lessons okay. Um, but I wanted to make sure that it was available to even those persons who can't afford, gotcha. you know, to go and take uh, formal lessons. And also my uh, one of my other passions is the business side of mm-hmm. music. So oh, I've been yeah. start I've started sharing some of the things that I actually teach in okay. the, um, uh, the college. I've started sharing some of those
0: in the community. That's awesome. And you know what, you make a great point because uh, for many people who are creative, sometimes we fail to realize there is a business side. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> there is there is definitely Absolutely. a business side. So can you talk about what inspired you um, to create Jamco? Where did that inspiration, you know, was it something that you saw that you experienced? You know, what was um, the desire, what inspired you to create that organization, you and your husband?
1: Well, my inspiration was actually twofold. Uh, my children were my primary inspiration for creating Jamco. Awesome. Um, I recognized that they were musically gifted at a very mm-hmm. early age, mm-hmm. and so I wanted to establish a positive platform for them that would allow them to express their gifts and talents in a safe space, yeah, and uh, keep them centered on God, on and uh, giving their talents and gifts back to God versus to the world, yeah. and um, through their giftings and and to also to support their livelihood provided as an opportunity to support their livelihood and at the time of Jamco's inception there weren't too many opportunities outside of the church to cultivate Mm. their gifts and talents yeah so I thought this might be an opportunity for them and we trailblazed by just creating an organization that would carry my sons from childhood through adulthood and continue on with my dad's legacy of music
0: wow that's awesome
1: and then my second inspiration Mm -hmm. was that I had to fulfill a vow that I made to God Mm. because although there were people in my church who encouraged me as a young musician uh, my pastor at that time did not and in fact he bruised my spirit greatly by telling me i could not play for the main services because i was not good enough wow and so that stigma that stigma of just not being good Mm -hmm. enough it still plagues me today and i have to really work hard to overcome it and so although i was bruised i vowed to god that whatever platform Mm -hmm. he provided me i would use it to elevate and uplift musically talented young people and who were endeavoring to serve God Wow. Through their their gifts and their talents and yeah. their music, so you will almost always see a youthful element on whatever platform yes. or program or event that I sponsor. Yes, and you, you know, do see
0: that I do see that,
1: and I want them to rise and shine. That's good. And in fact, um, you know, we host an annual holiday youth fest, okay. where it's, it's all youth, and this um, youth ages fifteen and under have okay. an opportunity to, to just to display their their gifts in this art opportunity
0: to uplift them and to
1: edify. Them them in their gifts and talents.
0: Wow, that is awesome. Dr. I really appreciate you um your transparency about um as a child, you know, how those words bruised yeah. you. Yeah. And I don't think, you know, sometimes we realize, you know, words matter, words have hurt and words can create obstacles and you know and, and I think about had you not persevered, you know, we wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be sitting right here <laughs> talking with a Dr. in my Easton and all the many accomplishments that God has, you know, allowed you to do. Can you share about the importance of how you water your children and what you say to young people when they're, when they're trying to figure things out and, and walk in a gifting?
1: Absolutely. And I feel that that is critical. You know, it's essential to identify the gifts and the mm-hmm. talents that those children have mm-hmm. and then to find opportunities for them to um, grow in those um, areas. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the things that I did for my son, one of my sons is um, I was always seeking out opportunities for him to um, develop his talent and mm-hmm. his gifts. And to the to this day, you know, that's his livelihood. What a He's a full
0: time musician. Wow. That is awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Dr. Emma, can you talk about, you know, for those of us uh, who have raised our children, they were born and raised in the church, yep. um, but they've um, decided to disconnect from their faith um, during this time. You know, can you share with us how to pray for our children and stand in the gap?
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, I have to revert to the word uh, because the word tells us that we should uh, pray without ceasing. Yes. And that's in uh first thessalonians um it encourages us to pray without ceasing so ceasing so i would Mm -hmm. advise parents to continually pray god's will be done in the lives of their children that's good regardless of the kid's age Mm -hmm. you know my grandmother was on her bed of affliction late in life i mean i'm i'm saying in the 80s she was 80 or 90 at the time but um she became ill and she wouldn't transition until her son my uncle finally gave his life to Christ and accepted his call to the ministry she never gave up on him she kept praying for him and so that's one of the things we as parents have to do is that you know God will um, you know open up you know, bring them back if yeah. they've uh, strayed. Mm-hmm. So um, there's another lady in my home church who is always on the altar for her son and he'll dedicate his life to Christ and then he'll um, go back out. But she stays in prayer and then she solicits the help of other people That's to pray along with her. That's and, good. you know, as the scripture talks about, one can chase a thousand yes. flight, but two, ten thousand. 10,000. And so I think it's important for us to not feel that we're alone in the struggle, but yeah. to find other people that we trust. And we trust their level of spirituality to help us to pray along with us to help um, bring about a change in the kids' lives. And we also have to fast, not just pray, but we have to fast and consecrate and set aside and lay a plate down. Now, my prayer has always been that God would send like spiritual gardeners, as I would call them, to water and cultivate the seeds that my husband and I have planted, you know, because these gardeners are really good at pruning Mm -hmm. and they're good about you know uh, getting the weeds out and and they uh, care for the plants yes. and that's the thing about it is that if we as parents have already planted the seeds, then we pray that God will send somebody a- along to water those seeds and to nurture them that's good Amen. you know and that will help to give the increase because I mean God he said in his word
0: and he promised that he would give the increase yes, he would. right yep that's the word oh my goodness so Dr. Emma you are everywhere and what I love about you and Elder Easton is that you love and support everybody. I, and that's that is that is we so try. that is just such a blessing. Uh, we had a concert of unity. I turned around. I said, go talk to Emma and Elder Charles. <laughs> <laughs> I see so many flyers of events, you know, where you are the guest or a sponsor. And I love the Columbus State Gospel uh, Vocal Ensemble. So talk to us about that. What is your role there? Uh, well, thank you. And, you know, we love you, Bishop and,
1: <laughs> and the Unity family. Yeah. But um, Columbus State appointed me as the director of the ensemble in 2006. Wow. So I've been there a little while. Um, that happening was a whole another deep testimony of God's work. I'll have to come and share that another time. Mm. But in the role as director, I assist in enrolled students and community participants in presenting gospel music confidently, and effectively on uh, both traditional and non-traditional platforms because we have always thought in terms of um, gospel music had to be uh, found in the church Mm -hmm. but You know, God has commissioned us to go out into the world and to share the message. So we share that message through music. And, you know, I help these uh, participants increase their understanding of harmony, melody, rhythm, and even lyrical interpretation. They gain knowledge of um, the music heritage, our gospel music Mm -hmm. heritage, Mm -hmm. and they expand uh, the appreciation of um, various styles of
0: gospel music. So that is important to me that is awesome that is awesome so um you and elder easton i have to say this you have raised some amazing kings thank you amazing thank you you talk about the sweetest respectful oh my goodness what were the keys to you and elder easton raising spiritually balanced men thank you i appreciate that yes
1: I have to say that naturally speaking, uh, you know, we did what we could within our means, yeah. you know, to help make them feel secure Absolutely. and content Absolutely. and to support them in whatever they were involved in yeah. outside of the church as well as inside of the church. Spiritually, we prayed with them early in life. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about um, how I would do with my youngest son, Colin, when he was an yeah. infant, that um, I would always pray. Uh, right beside my my couch. And so I would put Colin on the couch in front of me as I prayed. And so... Um, I did that daily, wow. and so I eventually started calling Colin my prayer warrior.
0: I love it. And
1: so, um, <laughs> you know, you have to instill certain things in them when they're young. So it got to the point that as he's got bigger, he wasn't laying on the couch, yeah. but he was kneeling Come at on the couch now. with me. Come on, yes. So you know, we have to do that spiritually, and as a family unit, Elder and I, you know, shared and discussed scriptures with our kids, and you know, we brought the scriptures to life and made them relative. To Mm -hmm. their, you know, their lives, and so that would help them um, to have a better understanding of God and how God can influence their life,
0: absolutely. Even as
1: a young age, and then of course we took them to the worship experiences, yeah, and we provided balance Mm -hmm. by enrolling them in athletic um, ventures. We took them to amusement parks and things of that nature, and then. Um, you know, whenever they had problems or situation, we were present. That's good. We didn't, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we weren't absent from their problems and issues. They became our issues as well.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's that's powerful. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that you said they had balance. So it wasn't church, 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 no. church, but your children were allowed to thrive in sports and other interests that they had. So Absolutely. So they could have a balanced upbringing. That is so important. That is so important. Oh, my goodness. So, Dr. Emma, tell us, what gospel artist would you love to work with?
1: with. Oh Lord have mercy. (laughs) Lord have mercy. Someone you
0: haven't worked with, like you know, who who's out there or someone known or unknown that you know what I would love to collaborate or work on a project with. Mm. Um you know what? I think Shirley Caesar. Oh yeah. would probably
1: be my yeah. first pick. Okay. Um mostly because she has historical insight into the genre That's and good. otherwise the business side and otherwise and she's been ra- around long enough. She's worked with the legends. Yeah. Um she is a legend herself. Yeah, she is. And you know, I think she would be my first pick. Um The Nelson Brothers. Okay. I would love to work with them and or CC Winans because I feel that they're authentic people. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Absolutely. And that part, you know, really excites me. It seems like they love God and they're ministry minded. So that's awesome. uh, Yeah, definitely them. Oh, my goodness.
0: Um, Tell us who inspires you. Ooh.
1: (laughs) Um, I would have to say the word of God That's good. I can. can.
0: I say that? You sure can. Okay. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, the word of God really inspires me. You know, um, my creative inspiration comes from individuals and events, you know, that I see that they're striving to serve God. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially in a spirit of excellence. Yeah. And, you know, so creative events and You know what? Little people inspire me. People who might be not, you know, not considered by other folks. They inspire me. There's one lady that sings with um, our choir, uh, the college choir, that um, it seems like nothing keeps her down. Wow. You know, she might be in the hospital one day and the next day she's up moving with the choir or doing something wow. else. Wow. And so um, she has reason to stop, but she does not let her uh, circumstances uh, deter her. She takes a licking and she, she keeps keep on, on ticking. ticking. <laughs> <laughs> I love and it. And so she inspires me. And I she, love it. She may not even know how much.
0: Wow. Wow. Um, as we wrap up, um, two more questions. Um, can you talk about the urgency to inspire and mentor the next generation. The importance of that, you know, giving back like you and your husband have these wonderful, anointed, amazing spiritual gifts.
1: I think that is extremely an urgent um, Mm -hmm. call. And, um, you know, there's a cry for it at this time. Our community is demonstrating. Yeah. Um, that there's an urgent need for us to identify and to provide mentoring opportunities for our next generation. I think we need to wake up. I really do. I think we need to wake up and see what's really going Mm. on, and to hear what God is saying. We need to wake up, rise, and shine. Shine. Absolutely, and discover or create an avenue that we can, where wherein we can share our knowledge, our expertise, and share Christ. You know, with the generation that follows, we ourselves learn to thrive based on the foundations Mm -hmm. that we were provided. um, You know, and the insight even laid by our ancestors. So we we need to follow in that tradition and step up to the And, um, you know, help to turn the situation around.
0: Amen. Amen. So, um, Dr. Emmons, tell us what ministry events do you have coming up here soon? Oh, Lord have mercy. (laughs) <laughs> listen, I look, on, listen I look on Facebook. I'm like, whoo. <laughs> it's like you're going on a tour. <laughs> oh, my God. My whole life is a tour. What a seems. blessing. What a blessing to be sought out, you know, and people want you. That is, that is such a blessing. I do count it as yeah. a blessing and an honor
1: from God. But um, as far as GVE, our Gospel Vocal Ensemble, Mm -hmm. is concerned, uh, I'm actually hosting a one-week intensive, which would be a three-day camp uh, for um, singers, and that would be from August the 23rd through the 26th, um, and it culminates with two outdoor performances uh, on the following Saturday and Sunday. Uh, one is going to be at unity christian center
0: yes that's (laughs) right our annual without walls august 27th saturday august 27th yes we are looking for we have us a good time in that parking (laughs) lot amen
1: Amen. i love outreach yes and then we're also going to a senior center so that's august August the 26th i'm sorry the 23rd through the 26th at columbus state community college okay and then as far as jamco is concerned Um, every first weekend of the month, we operate out of the East Side Vineyard Church, which at which is at nine eleven South James Road. And on the first Friday in September, we're going to host a night of miracle testimonies. Oh, oh wonderful! And uh, spoken psalms and praise. So that starts at seven p.m. And then on the following day, um, Elder Easton will be teaching a youth drum clinic, and he's presenting a biblical topic. And I'm going to lecture. On awesome. the impact of gospel
0: music on culture. Wow! Oh my goodness, that's that's gonna be a good one. Cause listen, everybody took every everybody <laughs> took, they took our little gospel music. <laughs> I know, right?
1: Yeah, oh absolutely. my goodness! And,
0: and they and they are very vocal. They'll let they'll let you know that they were inspired by the Clark sisters. Absolutely, or, you know. Absolutely, so that is awesome. Oh, can I make one more? Absolutely. Uh,
1: on Saturday, September the tenth, where Jamco is hosting our sellout event, which okay. is the drive-in gospel music celebration, and that's going to be at the Mount Gerson Baptist Church outdoors. And it's like I said, it's a sellout event. And, you know, for more information,
0: you, c- you can visit our website, awesome. which is biz. Awesome. Awesome. That is wonderful. Oh, my goodness. Dr. Emma, let our is- listeners know, how can they connect with you on social media? Or how can they reach out if they want to get involved with uh, GVE or Jamco? How can they connect with you? Okay. And I would love for them to connect
1: with me. I am on Facebook Um instagram and on a linkedin however i'm mostly on facebook okay um you can find me under my name uh, under just anointed music or under the gospel vocal ensemble
0: okay awesome awesome thank you my dear sister no thank, thank you thank you dr emma easton i love you i love you <laughs> And I'm excited oh, for you. Oh, my goodness. I just appreciate you just um, taking out time to come on down here. It's my pleasure. And um, just share your life and, and the wonderful things that God has in store for you. And I also want to thank um, Elder Charles Easton. Thank you. And we love you as well, Elder. Yes, oh, we do. Oh, my goodness. Again, thank you for joining me today. You are such an amazing and aspiring woman. And I am. you are such a blessing to the kingdom so we are just so excited. To God be the glory. Yes, amen. I'm your host, Lady C. Remember, with God, all things are possible. Remember, you have purpose and it's time to rise and shine. Join me weekly here on 1580thepraise.com.